This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You want the upper hand in your fantasy football leagues? Then you've come to the right place. To the right place. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now. Here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's going on, guys? We are back. Just fresh off of watching that Bills-Eagles overtime game. Jalen Hurst is rushing in to win the game in overtime after the Bills kicked their field goal. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, fantasy bonanza in this game, dude. Like, it, it, Like, I was looking forward to this game. But it kind of surpassed my expectations. And I know you're a Cowboys fan, Zach, and, and this was not the outcome that you were hoping for. But, you know, as a football fan, you have to admit this was a pretty good game. What do you think? I'm, you think because I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm going to say that wasn't a good game. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my yeah. fandom goes very far, but not that far. I can be objective, believe it or not. I know a lot of people probably don't believe it because I do find ways to interject the Cowboys into everything we talk about here, but I'm not <laughs> going to talk about them here right now. This was a freaking awesome game. And you look at the games that the quarterbacks had 40 points for Josh Allen, 35 points for Jalen Hurts. You'd think there would be more for the other players, like the weapons, but Devontae Smith led the Eagles receivers like just 23 points. Gabe Davis had 20-some points. Like It was very even, you know. There wasn't anybody that really dominated outside of the two quarterbacks, but that's because they were both running the ball in. Like, the thing that's even more impressive to me about these two performances is, did you see the weather in the game? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, it, I know it affects kicks and stuff, but when you have the weather that they were playing in, you have five total touchdowns from Jalen Hurts. You have four total touchdowns from Josh Allen. Like, you just got to give him props for that. It was ridiculous. Now, Will I complain about a couple of the calls in the game? Yeah, but that's just a usual thing for the refs. It has nothing to do with fantasy football. Both of them had great days, you know, you know, the quarterbacks. That's all you can ask for at this point. But you'd think the other thing that was surprising me is that the running backs were very quiet given the weather. You know, they kind of defied that whole idea that, you know, oh, the weather's going to be bad. We're going to be handing the ball off a lot. They, they threw the ball a bunch in this game. I mean, Josh Allen had 51 attempts. So that's exactly yeah. what you can see. And this and, and was I great. Think- yeah. This is a good example of why, like, you don't really want to change, you know, your lineups and stuff like that based on rain. Like, if it's a super windy game, then yeah, sure, right. But this, there wasn't right. that much wind in this game, and you know that 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 field goal, that, what was it, fifty nine yards, fifty nine, yeah, it was fifty nine. Insane in those conditions, even though there wasn't rain, but like, you know, because there was no, not not too much wind, you know, there were, he was still able to get it through, but like. You know, this is a good example of why we should focus on wind yeah. and not necessarily rain. We're making our fantasy decisions. Yeah, like like with that kick, I, I'll, I'll give him props for that. Like, I don't care if there was no wind. I would be the guy, like if I were the kicker in that situation, I would definitely miss on my plant, planting foot and just slide and like Charlie Brown. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. He's completely whiff on the ball. The, 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 the holder wouldn't even have to move the ball. I would just slide. So like, I'm going to give him credit for that one. And you can't Hell take yeah. away what either of these teams did. It's just dumb. The only thing you say is that the Eagles were just better <laughs> and i hate to say it yeah. but the, the eagles are fantastic it looks like jalen hurts it looked bad through the first half what did jalen hurts have did he have like six fancy points 
<laughs> Something like I think that. He, yeah. had, he had a rushing touchdown. He was two of nine for like 33 yards. Like right. it was ridiculous. And now he comes back and throws three touchdowns in the second half. Like just Jalen Hurts is fantasy proof. He is pretty much the QB one at this point because it doesn't matter how the game's going. He can turn, you just flip a switch. It's, it's amazing. It really is, man. He really fit that switch, you know, towards the end of that game. And it was like, it's almost like, you know, it's no problem for him. Like he knows what to do, like in these situations in the fourth quarter and overtime. It was too easy, man. It really was yeah. like situational and, and, you know, football, like not he's, only good for the team, but for fantasy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thousand percent, man. And, you know, uh, Devontae Smith, man, you know, he he's scored a touchdown in three of his last four games, 99 or more yards in three of his last four games. Couldn't get those 100 yard games, but 99 or more yards. Uh, another. Uh, yeah, I know. Right. He, he was, you know, if he scored uh, he, like last week, he got stopped at the one yard line. You know, on a long bomb from Jalen Hurts. Yep. If he scored that touchdown, it would have been more fantasy points for him, right? It was a missed opportunity for him to score yet another touchdown. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, he would have had that hundred yard game. But you know, anyway. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yard. you know, he, game he, of inches. Yeah, it's a game of inches, man. And you know, next week another good matchup against San Francisco, I think, right? And you know, we're kind of looking like this is a uh, one of those things where, you know, AJ Brown obviously he went on that tear. But teams are just focusing on him now, right? They kind of have to, right? They just can't let A.J. Brown just, like, go off every single game, right? And it's come to the point now where Devontae has more than doubled A.J. Brown's receiving yards over the last three games. So, yep. you know, I hope you bought Devontae, you know, when I talked about it a few weeks ago when Goddard got hurt. Um, because yes, you know, like he has a decent matchup, I think against San Francisco, that secondary can be had. And I think this offense can do that, but then, you know, two tough matchups after that, but then in weeks 16 and 17 in your fantasy playoffs, giants and Cardinals to potentially close out your fantasy season. Hopefully you can win the championship with Devonte Smith on your team. Um, but yeah, like I think, you know, obviously AJ Brown's been disappointing. He scored the touchdown this game, which was good. But, you know, don't mm. worry. Just keep starting him. There's no real decisions to be made here. But I think both him and Devontae Smith, you know, should be in lineups moving forward for sure. Absolutely. There's no question about it. And the nice thing, I'm not worried about A.J. Brown at all. Like, he has, he's on a level where it's, I'm not concerned, especially even if it's two games. You know, he's had two quiet games. But he had the touchdown. Yeah. This game is great. Good. Now you really don't have to worry about it. But, like, was anybody really panicking? after last week against the Chiefs. Like, first of all, that was objectively a tough matchup. You know, we know that the Chiefs are good on defense. They're good at limiting production in a receiving game. And he had a quiet game. That was his first actual, like, dud performance outside of week two against the Vikings. But that was just a positive game script. It was just weird to see A.J. Brown in a situation, a competitive game, where he didn't get the targets. And now, happens again this week, competitive game. He gets some of the targets, you know, not necessarily as many as we're used to seeing him get. But he had, he had the touchdown. There's nothing to worry about with him. But Devontae Smith, too, like you mentioned, he looks like the old Devontae Smith that we were seeing from last season where he wasn't just phased out of the offense. And I'm not going to fault the Eagles. Like, obviously, if you're if you have a guy like A.J. Brown on terror like he was earlier in the season, like, are you really going to stop throwing to him? <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. going to fault them for that. But Devontae Smith, you know, he is a very good receiver. This kind of regression was due. You know, he was due for this type of regression because we've seen the way he produces. He was super quiet these past couple of weeks. It was easy to get down on him. I was down on him. But he's back. You know, the, the Eagles seem to have found their stride on offense. It, they don't look as awkward on offense, you know, these past couple of weeks as they did earlier in the season. They're still figuring out what they were doing. So that's also really encouraging. And then you look at the matchups, too. 
I don't think there's really a better schedule, <laughs> you know, the rest of the way in terms of how the, the weeks that they're going to have those good matchups for you. Next week, obviously, if you're looking to make a playoff push against 49ers, should be perfectly fine. We've seen teams go off against them. They're secondary. But then you mentioned, like I said, like you said, the Giants and the Cardinals in the championship rounds. Like, obviously, week 18 doesn't count for anything, but you got the Giants, like, super squishy back half of the schedule that you're going to be able to rely on them every single week the rest of the way. Yeah. And uh, on the other side of the ball, you know, you and I were both ahead of consensus on Gabe Davis, you know, five for 92 in a touchdown. Actually, did he go over 100 yards in this game? Cause Gabe Davis had 105. Yep. Six for yep, 12, had- 105 in a touchdown. Legit, legit. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen, he, he led the team in targets with 10, with how many targets did he have? 11? It's 12. 12 Gabe targets. Davis, um, Gabe Davis had 12. Yeah. Yeah. This is not indicative of anything. <laughs> like moving forward, <laughs> except that he's just adding to the resume that he's already had, that he's capable of performing in good matchups like this one. Um, you know, Stefan Diggs also coming back as well, having a solid game, finding the end zone. Um, but this doesn't mean that you could continue to start Gabe Davis moving forward or anything like that. But like you pick your spots. And this is one yeah. of those spots that we, we recommended this week. So, you know, hopefully if you had him, hopefully he was able to help you get a win.